Yes, I'm here. Hello, everybody. Can you hear me all right? Wonderful. Okay, thank you very much. Well, first of all, I'm, I'm sorry that I cannot be there, um, but uh, thank you very much for having me uh, in this uh, this fashion. That would have been impossible a few days ago as well. We were being very innovative, and I'm very much looking forward to um, coming to South Africa next year already. Um, like Tim said, I was on a holiday until literally this morning, so um, um, uh, so I couldn't make it to, to Johannesburg this year. Um, yeah, well, I had a presentation at the Radio Days in Europe where um, Tim and I, uh, well, we didn't meet, but we, we kind of exchanged. And uh, my, my basic point is um, that from all I know, and I'm in radio for over 20 years, and I have been, and I have worked for a very large multi-channel network, uh, which is a video uh, producer and, and, and marketeer, as well as a mobile TV startup back uh, in the before iPhone days. Um, my take is that in order to stay relevant, radio needs to stay social. Radio has always been a social media. Um, it is only recently that uh, radio lives again through you know, shares and people who exchange views and discussions. And whether it's a journalistic approach where people exchange different views or discuss, or whether it's a more uh, moderator or DJ to audience thing, it's very emotional, it's very interpersonal, it's very social. Um, the problem here and now is that other digital social media have taken over, and they've taken over big time. Uh, when you look at people that are mostly unknown to a lot of uh, radio listeners or radio personalities, I should rather say, you know, people like PewDiePie, who is, uh, in fact, the world's largest YouTuber. Uh, this guy has over 42 million subscribers to his different YouTube channels. Um, that is an audience that is unheard of. Of course, he's making tons of money, uh, and of course, he's only the tip of the iceberg. Most of the YouTubers are, like most of the DJs, normal people who try just try to make a living and that are struggling. But my point is, there is a world out there that is very social, that is not only stealing attention away from radio, which it is when you look at young people, um, but also that is redefining social media. And that is something where radio can learn an awful lot. I don't see it as a menace or as a problem only. I see it as, as something where we can learn. But just keep in mind that every minute since I'm speaking, which is like since three minutes, every minute between 400 and 500 hours of video have been uploaded to YouTube alone. That's without Facebook. That's without Instagram, that's without Snapchat, and without whatever else you're having in Africa. 500 hours every minute. Now, that's a market. And that's, that's of course, so vast and so huge that it cannot, be, it cannot be categorized or organized. And the interesting thing is that where a radio station or an, a TV enterprise or a media company in old days 
have the role to organize what is being communicated to the masses. And of course, that can be tampered with in a very bad way. We Germans have learned that the hard way. Um, but if, if you don't have the company any longer or the media enterprise any longer, the broadcaster any longer, who controls what A is communicating to B, but everybody can communicate pretty much everything to everybody, um, you better be quick at understanding what works and what doesn't work. And this is kind of my, my mission. Um, when I say we're all a social media company, the consequence is that we don't, and that's being a little provocative here, but uh, I think that's all part of the fun, we, we, we shouldn't worry too much about listeners anymore. We shouldn't worry about audiences. What we should worry about is fans. And fans, I mean that not only uh, with regard to fans on Facebook or friends on Facebook, I mean that in an emotional way as well. You need to touch the people so that they become your fans because the reasons for them to switch on your radio station or your show are not growing. And that's not because you're a bad person or because your show sucks. You're probably brilliant. But it is because the alternatives are growing by the minute. And you need to be part of that growth. So what, what my, 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 my thing is, what I'm saying is you need fans. Of course, fans will then be the audience and they will be listeners. But the mindset is you need to make people your fans. Now, how do you do this? Well, in broad terms, you do this because you understand how social media these days, how digital media makes fans. When I was in Paris, I said um, something that got a bit of a eyebrow raising, which I like. Uh, which was, I said, forget about how your on-air content can be relevant on social media. Don't think any longer how you put your DJ, who said a funny bit this morning, how you put in, him on Instagram or Facebook or whatever. Don't worry about that anymore because it is not relevant. It is not relevant to the audience of Facebook. Of course, there are exceptions, but in general, what a DJ says on the radio is not relevant for being shared on Twitter or on Facebook. It's the other way around that this thing works. Think what will work on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or Snapchat or whatever social media you're working with. Think of what's working there and then put that on the radio. When you learn how social media in the digital sphere work, then you understand how people tick because the interlocutor of the, the interlocation of the broadcaster is no more. It doesn't exist. So what you get through today's digital world is a pure, raw, unfiltered view of what works with an audience and what doesn't. Having said that, there is no easy there are no easy rules. There is no magical trick. A guy like PewDiePie, I don't know who of you have heard from him or seen him probably, he got big with um, gaming videos, which basically means that he's sitting in front of his PC playing a video game, uh, whether it's soccer or whether it's some shooting game or whether it's something completely different is not important. And he was playing it, and while he was playing it, he was commenting on it. 
what he was doing there and how he liked the experience of the game and that sort of thing. What I'm trying to tell you is, seriously? And that, that guy makes millions? Yes, he does. Why does it work for him? I have no clue. And it's not important. Important is, it does work for him. And there is an audience out there that wants just that. Now, the tricky thing is, you need to find something that works for you. You don't have to make 42 million subscribers. You probably never will in your life. But you need to find things that people like on social media because then automatically they will like it on, um, on the radio as well. It's as easy as that. In early days, when I started in radio, what we did from time to time was we stole headlines from the tabloid newspapers because quite obviously these were the guys who were paid to get readers by the day because the tabloids are not subscription newspapers. They have to grab their listeners every single day over again. It's the, the usage is, of course, habitual, but still you have to convince them every day with your headline. Now, these people are obviously good at making headlines or at understanding how their audience ticks on that very day. In Germany, we have a, a tabloid newspaper that's called Bild Zeitung. Bild means image. It's very controversial, like all tabloid newspapers are, and I'm not saying tabloid newspapers are the greatest thing on the planet. I'm saying it's smart to think about how they act and why they do what they do. The Bild Zeitung, what they did when uh, the Josef Ratzinger, the German guy, was elected Pope a few years ago, they put him on the cover, and they typed, their, their, their headline was, We are Pope. Now, that's grammatically nonsense. The content, of course, is nonsense, because we are not Pope. Yeah? We cannot be Pope. We're a people, if ever. Um, but these three words hit the emotional nail of the audience on the head. Everybody was talking about this things, this thing, not because they were right all the time and not because it was so well written, but because the emotion that they grasped was 100% bullseye. All Germany thought, oh my God, this is history. Even the non-religious people thought that. Oh my God, this is making history. A German as the head of the Catholic Church that hasn't been for, I don't know, 600 years or something like that. So we are Pope, even though it is false on many levels, was the right thing to do, or one of the few very, very right things to do, if your target is to grab mass audiences. If your target is to write grammatically correct headlines, then no. But it, their, their task is um, to grab mass audiences. Now, what's my point? My point is, like we used to nick and to steal ideas from the tabloid newspapers in the old days, you need to steal ideas or maybe rather steal intelligence from the social media these days. And good news is, it's not researched out all yet. It's not, it's not all already on the table. Radio, as far as I'm concerned, is 80% known. You know, there's no, there's not, there's not, there's not big 
big miracles. Uh, maybe there are some left to be discovered, and I hope so, because I love radio. I love radio, I always will. But in social media, maybe 95% of the things are not discovered yet. Why a guy like PewDiePie works, completely miraculous to me, and maybe to most of the people who are not gamers. And his audience, funny enough, isn't only gamers. So, coming back to my point, understand how a social media works, and then make that work for you. This, of course, is a tremendous challenge to workflows in radio stations, because it means that you have to challenge the way you think about show prep, you know. Um, it's, uh, yeah, well, if, if, if the MTV Music Awards are on and you have to prep your show for the next morning, um, it won't do to have the funniest, the five funniest audio bits which you think are funny. You have to understand which are the bits that the social media will be talking about or which they will share. And that's probably uh, the, 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 the other point I'd like to make before we can happily go into questions and answers. Why do people share stuff on Facebook? Or t why do they retweet? Or why do they, why, do they, why do they share stuff in the first place? Why do you pass on the story? Um, uh, there has been a, a several studies where, um, looking at just that, mostly in, the, in America. Um, and basically, they come down to more or less the following. People share stuff for three reasons. Reason number one is to show that they are super. It's a showing off thing. I, show so I share something so that everybody can see what a brilliant person, what a cool guy I am. It has nothing to do with me giving something to the world. It is ego. It's selfish, if you will. The second reason to share is, and that's a, a psychological thing as well, because you help or explain the world. You help someone or you explain the world. When you think you read a great article about how to save taxes, and who wouldn't like to save taxes, right? You like to share that. You're likely to share that. Why? Well, because you can help someone, and additionally, it also shows everybody that you're a nice guy, because you are sharing it, right? But it, there's this help or explain thing as well. Um, if you find an, an article or an audio that explains why the sandwich always falls on the side with the marmalade, and it does, um, you, share, you share that because you're happy to explain the world. It's how we humans are. And the third thing is, I mentioned this briefly before, it has emotion. Emotions rule the world. I'm happy to repeat that. Emotions rule the world. If there were no emotions, there would be no war, there would be no killings, there would be nothing. We, we, I'm not sure we would be happy because that's an emotion too, but I am strongly convinced, and the older I get, the more convinced I am, that decisions are made based on emotions, not on facts. Otherwise, no one in the world would smoke, for example. Um, and people love to share emotions. Uh, you know, that's why so many cute kitten videos get shared on Facebook, because, ah, they're so sweet. It's a human thing. We want to embrace others. 
with usually positive emotions. Bad stuff gets shared a lot as well, you know, when with the horrible things that happened in Orlando a few weeks or a few days ago, I should rather say. Um, uh, people share that, of course, because it, it, it's information and it explains the world in a way, but also because shared emotion is common emotion. It's a deeply embedded psychological thing. So I repeat three things that make people share. One, selfishness. You share because you want to show what a cool person you are. Second, you want to help or you want to explain the world. So you want to give information that makes sense because it makes you feel good. And the third is you want to share emotions because we all are very emotional people. I'll give you three examples, and uh, I don't want to take up too much time talking on my own here. I'll give you a few examples. The first thing is if I want to show off examples for why do I share something which shows that I am cool. That's usually stuff that shows that I have great information or news or knowledge. For example, seven things that are great about living in Johannesburg. Or, you won't believe how this man kicked out his girlfriend. Or, here are five things that you only love when you were born before 1980. You know, these are all things that say something about my identity, about identity of people, and that you use in order to to um, show who you are. Um, that doesn't necessarily have to mean that uh, you know, knowing stuff that you know before 1980 is very important. It's not, but it makes you, if you share this, and if you are from before 1980, it makes you feel, um, it makes you basically show yourself, you know, show your face to the world. And there's loads of, 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 of these things. Um, once you're getting your, your hack around, um, it's, um, it's very easy to, to make these up. You know, like, um, uh, you won't believe how this woman responded to her stalker. Five things that really suck about being a guy. What this senator just said about science will make you weep, etc., etc., etc. There's loads. Uh, the second thing is what I said after to show that I'm super is you want to help or explain the world. Um, now, this isn't too taken to be serious, too serious, right? When I say explain the world, it doesn't physically mean explain the world. It's things like why James Bond will always be the best or 11 places in South Africa you don't know and you must see or uh, three things that are actually fantastic about cheating on your girlfriend or boyfriend. You know, it's information uh, in, 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 in quotation marks, but it's, uh, it's, it's stuff that is either really helpful or that has the gist of being, well, helpful. I'm not sure about the cheating example, whether that's uh, hitting it on the head that much, but you, I think you get, the, you, get the, you get the general direction in which I'm heading. And the third is, uh, the, third is the emotional gift um, everything emotional. You won't believe how she lost her fear for spiders. Or, these pets are the cutest you will see in a long time. Or, here are the five most awkward moments in fashion ever. Stuff like that. That's the emotional gift. There's loads of, if you research that on, online, 
um, there's loads of it. And the last, my last point is, you need to interact with people on social media. You can even test talk show topics on Facebook because you can put them online uh, the day before. It doesn't kill anything. Quite to the contrary, if what you have really works, and you can work it from there and call the people back again. But um, I understand we're, we're we're pressed for time, so I'll, I'll leave it at that. And I hope there was there was something for you, and I'm happy to take um, questions if you want. Yes, uh, I wouldn't say lost as in the game is over and you have lost, but um, and, I'm, and, and, and I, I have to be careful here because I, I know a bit about the, the, the South African or the Sub-Saharan African radio, but not too much. I wouldn't feel comfortable about judging that, but I can tell you that in Germany or even maybe in Europe, uh, in Germany particularly, people are having a very hard time of being authentically emotional on the radio so uh, I would say to have to have authentic and well orchestrated that's no contradiction authentic and well orchestrated emotion on the radio is absolutely key and 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 radio hasn't been always fantastic about this and it must catch up mm -hmm. Yes, if it works, it works. Uh, it's the exception. You gave the exception yourself. If it's totally time bound because it's bound to something like Orlando, then it won't, of course. But if you found something on Facebook that worked three months ago, and that was something that was, let's say, more or less timeless, right? Uh, I would have no uh, no fear to use that on the radio. Actually, I would use that on the radio more than once. Uh, I would use that in tomorrow's morning show, and then I would use it in another hour in the morning show in three weeks, again with a little twist, no problem. Hi there. Yes. I have a very radical approach to that, and it's not always popular with the personalities. But my approach basically is, if you're a radio personality, you're a radio personality 24-7. Even though, of course, you're not. I mean, we all have our private lives, and that's just fine. But if you are morning show host uh, XYZ from station XYZ, what you post should be and must be in line 
with your strategy, with your stationality, with uh, with whatever is 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 agreed upon uh, when it comes to the brand of your station. If if you are on the station, you are I don't know a big uh, wine fan, but in your private life you prefer beer. You should not post what a great beer you've had, or you should post it, but you should put it in a context that doesn't destroy the image that you're a wine connoisseur. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm aware that this is a hard position to take, and it usually doesn't work through giving orders to people. It usually works only, in my experience, by taking the, the personality or the teams, taking them with you and making them understand that out of the listener or user perspective, they never stop being the on-air personality. Um, and they cannot post stuff that is contrary to the public image. And if they want to set up a private account under a, the, under a different name, that's just fine. If they want to set up a private account under their name and they are the morning show host or uh, an important personality for the radio station, that's a problem and they, they need to understand that. Well, um, I suppose this is a learning curve for all of us. Also for highly regulated, maybe public radio stations. In Germany, I tend to agree that they're very regulated as well. And <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> and from what I know around the world, the public stations love to be regulated. And um, what I would I think, also, this is a step-by-step -step thing. You need to sit down with the person who's responsible for the regulation. And you know, okay, for every single possible situation, might eventually occur at some point. You know, we, we, we tend to say, if the Pope is shot, the Pope is shot. You can't have a book ready for the day that this happens. Um, having said that, you need to sit down with the people who represent with superiors, you know, the editor-in-chief or the program director or the, I don't know who, the judge must understand that you need some sort of a leash, uh, some sort of a, 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 a way to, 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 uh, to operate. Uh, this, otherwise, they're killing it. And uh, if, if ever you are regulated in such a hard way, um, well, well, what I would do is I would hire a consultant to come in and tell them that they are killing their media by themselves. Because this is the only way they understand. It must be a very highly paid consultant as well. But uh, seriously, 
seriously, um, it, 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 it is a, it's new for all of us. It's new for your bosses as well. And we, you need to go into communication with them and say, look, guys, there is, I need to act here because we're not alone on the planet. If we, as the public station, don't react accordingly, all the private guys will kick our asses, and they will. There is proof around the world that they will. Thank you very much, everybody. I appreciate it very much, and it was a pleasure to uh, to talk to you. Thank you very much for the very good questions. I really like that. Take care, folks. All the best. Greetings.